2: Joe Ostrowski in for Lawrence Holmes today on Sports Radio 670, The Score. And we got an Illinois sports betting update as soon as the show wrapped uh, yesterday afternoon. So I want to provide that for you and uh, see if I can uh, explain it in its simplest terms what exactly it means for you, uh, Illinois sports bettors. So I noticed on the Illinois Gaming Board website, uh, there's a section uh, called Management Services Provider. Basically, um, my next guest will be able to explain it much more clear. But uh, what you know as uh, the company running the book, FanDuel, DraftKings, you hear those commercials right here on 670, the score. BetRivers, points bet. So they posted, a, I didn't see it posted until yesterday, that on Friday, the Illinois Gaming Board gave temporary operating permits to FanDuel and DraftKings. So that means... FanDuel and DraftKings will be operating in Illinois very, very soon, just like they do in Indiana, like New Jersey and in other states throughout the country. So when is that going to happen? Not sure, but one could be this week. Both could be by next week and a couple of other books. Two. So DraftKings is going to work with Casino Queen. Casino Queen got a sports betting license at the last meeting. So DraftKings could launch this week. There's a chance of that. FanDuel, we don't know who they're operating with. The rumor has been that they're going to buy a piece or work with Fairmount Park in Collinsville, Illinois. So FanDuel is expected to open soon as well. In fact, 20 minutes ago, FanDuel Sportsbook tweeted this. Illinois, we are on our way. We're getting set to bring legal mobile sports betting to the great state of Illinois very soon. Sign up now. ba. You're going to hear a lot of that. Uh, you've been seeing a lot of it over the last couple of days watching these Cubs-White Sox exhibition games. So that's the update that these platforms like FanDuel, DraftKings, PointsBet, which will be operating out of Hawthorne Racecourse, They're all going to be live in Illinois, Uh, maybe one of them, before the games start for real on Friday. But once we get to the end of next week, I expect all of them uh, to be live. So if you're into sports betting, you're going to have a lot of different options because right now there's just one legal book online. Uh, Joe Ostrowski with you, Sports Radio 670, The Score. Let's head out to Las Vegas. We check in with our friend Dave Sherpan, an odds maker at CG Technology joining me on the Alpamonte Ford Hotline. Uh, follow Dave on Twitter at Sportsbook Consig. What's up, Dave? Hi, Joe. Uh, how are you, man? Doing well. It's exciting times here. Uh, how, how about for you? Is the is the action starting to pick up? Uh, it kind of hit me on Sunday night as I'm watching the Cubs and Sox. Okay, this is really going to happen. I knew about the schedule. We We have the dates. This is going to happen, and Oh, the NBA is right around the corner. And then we've got the Stanley Cup playoffs, too. So, so I'm wondering, how are things by you?
3: Uh, things are ramping up. There's no question. Um, we've had exhibition baseball now for a couple of days, and people are betting it like uh, we're in a pennant race in September. I, I, I can't believe it. There's, <laughs> I, I saw some crazy things yesterday that uh, Aaron Judge hit a home run with three outs in an inning and it counted. He didn't even know whether to run the bases or not. Um, The angels last night played a couple extra innings and runs counted, but did they count? We didn't know how to grade it. And then we just graded it, you know, one, nothing, like it ended in nine innings. Um, Yeah. So we're seeing, we're seeing a ramp up for sure at least uh, in action, and and even like the MLS, Joe, I I can't believe it, but with a regular schedule and it on TV, there's a thirst for it, people are going to watch it, and people bet it, so it's starting to happen, and and again, we got to keep our fingers crossed, and everything, you know, so far, reports are great, um, that, you know, the bubbles are going to be just that, bubbles, and we're going to get games, and we're going to get lines, and Man, what's going on in Illinois with you guys? It's, it's, like a, it's like the gold rush. Everybody's trying to get in that place <laughs> and trying to get books open. And uh, I mean, I can just personally attest from my time in Vegas books, Illinois is going to be a monster. We, we've talked about this before, you and I, are both on the air and mm-hmm. off the air. Illinois is going to be a beast. It's going to be huge, and I think you're going to have – hopefully competition will give betters exactly what they want. Better lines, fairer numbers, and just more selection. That's all you can ask for as a, as a better.
2: 100%. And uh, one of those crazy things that we saw last night in the Cubs-Sox game, Darvish didn't record three outs, but they ended the inning after, I believe, 29 <laughs> pitches. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah, that was that's enough. <laughs> that, that's enough. That's another one. That's another one. Uh, yeah, Dave. You mentioned we, we we I always like to ask you about it because you always have a different story about a Chicago sports better and how crazy they are and, and just so passionate and they and they back up their talk with their money. But based on what you told me last night, the action going on with the White Sox, it sounds like it's not just people in Chicago. It sounds like uh, at least out west or people that are still visiting Las Vegas right now. They're all in on the White Sox. Yeah, I, uh, I, I like to,
3: especially, you know, right before seasons start, but just in general because we're kind of getting back into it, I go through the futures all the time, and futures are just a, a really great way to gauge interest and see where people are looking both as it's happening and prior to the season starting. So it's always fun for, for Chicago Teams, uh, the Cubs, perennially, I mean, for my 20 plus years in the business, have been one, two, or three every single year in number of tickets written, uh, most money bet. The Bears, the same all the time. Um, Obviously, when the Bulls were good, it was that they were always the top team, but it's been years for that. And the Blackhawks, the same way. The, the, The one team that had never really Applied to was the White Sox, so mm. yesterday, um, I just was happen to going through it and saw that as of yesterday, it, it, in our books, the White Sox have the most tickets bet on them uh, to win the World Series. They're the number one team as far as number of tickets written um, and amount of money that, that it's we could lose. They're the number one liability team. In the entire Major League Baseball, which I don't think I have ever seen, even when the White Sox were really good, I don't think that was ever the case. This thing opened seventy to one with us, oh. and as of yesterday, it's twenty to one. And if they start seven and zero, and these people just keep coming in and placing those wagers, even like repeated twenty dollars, fifty dollars, one hundred doesn't have to be three dimes, five dimes. It's a quantity of money just piling up on the White Sox. So, again, take that with a grain of salt, Joe. We know how these things go. Um, we've seen it. I I was all over it last year with the Cleveland Browns. The, the Cleveland Browns <laughs> were the team that everyone bet last year. Everyone well, but, said they were going to be the team. And I'm, I'm not about Trubisky the Trubisky MVP for them. Trubisky MVP. <laughs> oh. That was not a, that was not a good like feather in the cap for Chicago wagers. like that, that, that wasn't one that I would brag about that they, uh. you even mentioned that you bet on because that was one where you wanted to keep taking the bets. and if you didn't have bosses, you would never move the line. You had to move the line because people kept betting it and you couldn't lose eight million dollars if he you know if he would actually win it. But, man, that was, not a, that was not a good moment in Chicago uh, betters wagering history.
2: I want to go back to something uh, that you mentioned a moment ago. You're used to this. Okay, heavy action on the Cubs, Yankees, Dodgers, just about every single year. And for the first time in your career, that's the kind of action you're getting on the White Sox. The White Sox are the public team. How long have you been doing this, Dave?
3: Uh, A little over 20 years.
2: And you've never seen action like this on the White Sox?
3: No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, never like this, no.
3: And, wow. and, again, it's such a different time, Joe, because it's only 60 games. Um, and there's so much information out there. There's so many people talking about it that this could be the year that, you know, the power – teams are susceptible to going down. There could be live teams with value lurking like the White Sox. The Cincinnati Reds are another one. I have never seen as much talk in action about the mm. Cincinnati Reds since the big red machine. It's <laughs> it's it's crazy. So I get it. I see it. But, I mean, I don't know, Joe. I see the White Sox starting rotation. The lineup looks great. There's a lot of young talent. But the starting rotation has a lot of question marks for me. And I don't know much about the bullpen. The bullpen is going to really decide a lot of games this year. The way managers manage the game, the way they use the bullpens, it's 64 days, 60 games. You really got to be good at getting guys in and out. and You know, even how many times they get up and warm up. So, I don't know, maybe it's the year. But we'll see. Uh, The the, the, uh, schedule for the White Sox early isn't really easy, it doesn't look like to me. But uh, as it gets to September, if they're above 500, they can make a nice run in September against some bad teams or perceived to be bad teams. And those people may be holding a live ticket going into the playoffs.
2: Hmm, there's a lot of Royals and Tigers on the schedule since they, they're <laughs> going to play uh, much of their games in the American League Central. Joe Ostrowski in for Lawrence Holmes. We've got Dave Sherpan out in Las Vegas. He's an odds maker at CG Technology on the horn. Talk about all the action coming in on the White Sox. Uh, Dave, you're a long time better. I like to play as well. When, when you see a team before the season starts go from 70 to 20, <laughs> anecdotally, how does it usually work out?
3: Not good. Simply yeah. two words, not good. It, it very rarely gets there. I mean, I would like to see it at least be in it and maybe make the playoffs just to continue to have that. But in recent history, the one that I can think of that got there was the Philadelphia Eagles a couple years ago. They started as high as around 50 or 60-1 to in a lot of places and um, won the Super Bowl. Took beating the Patriots and everything in the Philly Special, but that was one that actually got there. But more often than not, it it, it ends up flaming out. Uh, It ends up with a 500 season. It ends up likely not making the playoffs. Um, But 2020 is a strange. I've never seen anything like 2020 in my uh, almost 50 years of life, so anything can happen, yes, but I, I don't know. If you have a White Sox ticket, 70, 60, 50-1, you're doing the right thing because you beat the closing line and you're you're uh, way ahead of the game as far as the odds. Now we just got to see when the games are played, if you're live or not.
2: Are you getting Cubs action?
3: Cubs action, yes, but not overwhelmingly, I I, I think the White Sox tickets are taking away from it. Usually it's completely different because you don't see, you know, when when we're in books for years, we've seen people come in and they'll buy a Cubs ticket, a Bears ticket, and a Blackhawks ticket. Or uh, like yesterday I saw like a Minnesota person. They bought a Wild ticket, a Vikings ticket, and a Twins ticket. <laughs> um, you know, you see it all the time. So you know, you get the the LA one is real popular right now. You get a Rams, you get a Lakers, and you get a Dodgers. What we're seeing now is that not only in it, the White Sox are being thrown in with the Chicago one, or instead of the the Cubs. So I can't remember, like I said, ever a time where I saw more White Sox tickets than Cubs tickets, but that's the case right now.
2: What about some of the uh, the player awards, MVP, Cy Young? You also have stuff like uh, Rookie of the Year, Home Run Leaders. Uh, are, are you getting a lot of bets there, and are, are they betting any Sox or Cubs?
3: Well, I can personally tell you, we, with everything so uncertain, we didn't put any of that stuff up at our books. But I know wow. all of my friends around town and, and in other places, like Jersey and stuff, those markets have been very popular, and your guys are getting a lot of action um, for Rookie of the Year. Who would it be on the White Sox that would be, I like guess, four Robert, to
2: one, run yeah. I, I see two to one some places. It's dropped
3: so much, Joe, and it's just it, it continues to drop, and that's the one that I've seen. And, and talk to, to people and even been asked about, you know, do you think this kid can win it? Well, obviously he can win it, and a lot of people, you know, the secret's out. They're betting him. Um, the MVP stuff, the, I mean, how many home runs are going to win this thing? Nobody knows. <laughs> um, we still don't know for sure 100%. Guys are in or out. I mean, they're going to probably decide today or tomorrow, opt in or opt out. But, um, yeah, it's been nuts. it's it's been nuts. I'm glad we didn't put those up from a personal standpoint, but those are great bets for a lot of bettors.
2: Was it tough to come up with uh, win totals on a 60-game season or pretty easy? You just do the math and figure out what you had for 162?
3: You do the math, but then you got to kind of alter it a little bit because it's, it's, again, the math is only as good as the people putting in the numbers. So you got to Look a certain way. You got to lean a certain way when you know you're going to take. You know, if the math spits out, Dodgers 36 and a half. But you know you're going to get 80 percent or more bets over. You make it 38 and a half, and maybe try to take some under bets from from either uh, people that like to go the other way, or sharp guys, or whatever. Or you just continue to take the bets over and have an advantage. So you got to tweak the numbers. You do the math, but you got to tweak the numbers, and then when teams get just in that popular bet uh, bucket, you got to move the numbers quicker. You know, I mean, I I think the White Sox numbers one that moved up quick, um, and there were a couple others that, again, you you just have to kind of go with the market. You don't always have to stick with the numbers.
2: Since every game is worth 2.7 games in a normal season. Do you think do you uh, you guys have to revisit these futures and some of these markets every single day, or every couple days maybe?
3: I don't know any other way to be perfectly yeah. honest, and I don't know if that's the way. I just kind of was brought up in the business, but um, and I've had the the luxury of working with some some really kind of I don't know if you want to call them old school or just guys that are meticulous in the work, but um, you look at it every day if you're really paying attention. And I tr- we always try to, when we bring someone down a little bit, we, we bring someone else up. You don't just lower. Unfortunately, for a lot of years, there's a <laughs> lot of books that have just lowered. The, the numbers only go one way, and you really kind of yeah. don't do the, the better any justice. But, yeah, we uh, we adjust those every day. And, I mean, in a 60-gamer, Joe, a three- or five-game winning streak is going to adjust those odds whether they're being bad or not.
2: I don't don't know how you play football with COVID. Uh, They're going to try. Are people hesitant Mm. to place any any, uh, long-term wagers or week one wagers on the NFL?
3: The week one wagers have come in very hit and miss. Um, And I I think they may just be more numbers-based where someone's seeing a seven and a half or an eight and think the line's going to go down. They've played it. The future wagers, though, no. Uh, People are in town, and I don't know if you've heard Joe, but Tom Brady's on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. (laughs) And um, (laughs) those people really seem to think that he still has it and that he's going to turn that team around and they're going to win the the Super Bowl. That's the team this year that I, I used to say every day last year we wrote a bet on the Cleveland Browns to win the Super Bowl. Well, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are this year's team. Every single day, Across my bet ticker, I see at least one wager on Tampa to win the Super Bowl. And they're down to 10-1. Wow. to 1. So they have one lifetime Super Bowl uh, as a franchise, and now they have Tom Brady. So I guess they're going to win it. And the, the game is in Tampa, right? So a team has never won in their host stadium. Don't let facts or history get in the way of a good bet. Contin- people are continuing to bet the Buccaneers.
2: Yeah, we'll continue to take your money. Uh, don't pay any attention to what Tom Brady looked like on the field last year. Don't mind that at nah. all. <laughs> Dave <laughs> Sharapan, odds maker at CG Technology. Follow him on Twitter at Sportsbook Consig. Dave, always uh, top-notch information. Appreciate the time today. You got it, Joe. Keep up the good work. We'll talk soon. Thanks, my man, Dave Sharapan. Everybody's betting on the White Sox. Everybody. Herb, they went from 70-1 to 1 to 20-1. to 1.
1: <laughs> ridiculous! I Wyatt, get the excitement. You should be
2: happy. Uh, did you see last night? I asked people. I was like, "Be honest, Sox fans. Tell me, tell me about the Sox-related bets that you've placed in the last 24 hours." And it was a flood of people. A flood. They are the public team. I don't think I, I would have ever expected that. I knew that people were going to be on them. They're going to be the trendy option. A lot of sexy young players. People getting excited about. But I didn't think it would be this. More than the
1: Dodgers, Yankees, Cubs. It's ridiculous. As Dave was saying in there, you got to have history to remember that teams that do this, it's not good. Uh, maybe to win the division, that bet, I maybe would make. Uh, Yoan yeah. Moncada winning the MVP. Yeah. Uh, Luis Robert, that's like winning the AL Rookie of the Year. Good bets. I don't know good value, but Good bets. To win the World Series is a little much, as we and Dave just said. The pitching staff is questionable. Can we just have the excitement of this team coming back and progressing into the team <laughs> that they want them to be without having all this? I, guess, I mean, we all saw the Bears' bets. Remember, we are on the air last year. Last and we are like, under 9.5 is the play. And everybody's like, blah, blah, blah. They won 12 the year before. Why wouldn't they win? Blah, blah, blah. It's like. There was a lot of factors in that, guys. If you're going to be hitting this Bears number, go the under because of all these factors. And everybody was mad at us. I'm here to tamper down White Sox expectations. They're good. I'd go over the the win
2: total. I'd go over the win total. I I think it's 31, 31 and a half.
1: uh, I would go under. I'm see, no, I'm, I'm no, I'm a negative guy. I'm a hedge hedge bets guy. So I will say under, and if I lose that bet, baby, the White Sox are in the playoffs. You don't think but your I team can't... is
2: going thirty-two and twenty-eight in that division?
1: No, there's two better teams I think currently in that division, with the Indians and the Twins. I know, and I know Kluber's gone, but wow. the Indians still look lethal. They got that man still in Team Francisco Lindor, and the Twins they lost Buxton for a little bit. But adding Josh Donaldson put them over the top for me in that division. This year is different with the 60 games, and I think the White Sox will compete till late in the season. But I'm seeing them as a second- or third-place team in the AL Central.
2: Herb, I want to hear about this, uh, this week-long road trip that you took next. Okay, I need some details. How many fights happened? Because, I, I mean, with you, everything just gets you upset. I know. I know you were ranting. You're on vacation and you're ranting on Twitter about dumb stuff. I I can't wait to hear how this went. We'll do that next. (laughs) Joe Ostrowski in for Lawrence Holmes. You got 670 to score on the radio.com app.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.